Welcome to episode 15 of Vicious Talk with Benny P. Today's episode features an interview with my good friend from college, Mike Mastriani. We talked about his studies in pre-medical sciences, earning his master's in biomedical sciences at Tufts University, and getting into medical school. Hopefully students considering studying pre-med and going eventually to medical school can find Mike as a good source of insight and advice here on this episode of Vicious Talk. This interview ended up being another two-part podcast for Vicious Talk. Uh, part two is going to feature some of Mike and I's conversation about some of his incredible experiences in Honduras, where he participated in a student-run organization at Holy Cross that sponsored medical mission trips. Mike shared some great stories about his experiences down there, so you're going to want to look forward to uh, hearing that episode coming up soon. Um, and towards the end of the episode, we also talked about some New York sports, uh, because Mike's from New York and he's a diehard Yankees fan, so we had to uh, talk a little bit about the Yankees and the Knicks so thanks for listening, and continue to subscribe to the podcast at soundcloud.com slash vicious talk. Without further ado, let's dive into episode 15 of Vicious Talk with Benny P. Enjoy. on Vicious Talk with Benny P is a good friend of mine from College of the Holy Cross, a member of the class of 2016 like myself. He graduated with a bachelor's degree in biology and he served as the president of the American Medical so Student Association, AMSA organization at Holy Cross, which worked uh, to help pre-medical students navigate the difficult process of applying and gaining acceptance to medical schools. He recently completed his studies uh, at Tufts University School of Medicine to earn his master's in biomedical science. He participated in a student-run organization at USC that sponsored medical mission trips to Honduras, where he appeared to, appeared to do yeoman's work for the people he met down there, and he even helped create a school as well. He's from Burnt Hills in upstate New York, and he's currently living at home completing a thesis and doing some of some work with uh, his nonprofit while preparing to start medical school in July, hopefully. I'm excited to talk to him here on Vicious Talk because he's going to be able to provide some great insight uh, and advice into one of the most popular interests for college students today, pre-medical studies and medical sciences as well. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce my good friend and guest today, Mike Mastriani. Mike, how's it going? Benny, how are we doing, kid? Yeah, man, I'm excited to have you on. It's been a while. We haven't been able to really catch up since uh, graduating from college, really. Uh, and I'm really uh, happy to hear you've been having a lot of success in what you've been working on. And um, I'm, I'm impressed to see you've already completed most of um, your master's study already. You're finished up your thesis, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here, too. Add the podcast. It's a good way to catch up, for sure. But, yeah, I know I've been, I've been keeping a little busy. And I know you're up to doing all this stuff and everything, too, in L.A., so... I'm happy for you too, brother. <laughs> yeah, man. Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so let's get into some of these topics. I touched on what we were uh, hopefully going to be able to talk about here. Um, but like you, uh, I've mentioned to you uh, before, the main aim of my podcast is to kind of just provide some good advice and insight to college students and young individuals. Um, and like you know, me medicine and pre-med stuff is – Really, about a really popular interest for college students. Definitely a big one. Yeah. yeah. So let's let's talk about some of your pre med studies, if you don't mind. 
Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I, 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 I majored in biology at Holy Cross. Uh, that was always could be could be good or better for worse. Sometimes it was fun. Sometimes it wasn't too fun. Um, but yeah, I kind of I, I, I personally had a connection to biology over like chemistry, which is pretty you know pretty typical major too. Um, but there's there's definitely been a lot to influence why I went into medicine. That's for sure. Yeah. So yeah, like I'm I um I wanted to ask you because there's always kind of something that inspires people to want to pursue a career in medicine. Like for me, I actually went into Holy Cross trying to do pre-med and, and major in possibly biology. Um, but I, I just kind of realized quickly that I wasn't cut out to succeed in my biology and chemistry courses. But I was, I mean, I, I had a, a, like all through high school, I had a lot of injuries in baseball and there was a charismatic and, and smart and encouraging doctor that operated on my elbow for me. Um, and it kind of yeah. inspired me to try to look into um, trying to pursue a, the same kind of career that he was getting into. He was actually, he was an orthopedic surgeon. Um, and so kind of my injuries in sports growing up are what initially inspired me to try to do that. But what, what were, what was your inspiration trying to get into pursue medicine? Yeah, I think that's, I, I pretty much had a, a, a pretty stereotypical kind of connect personal story to that too. So you did so pretty much, you know, my great uncle, great uncle Alex is in the, I was in the eighth grade and he passed away from cancer and I was pretty, I mean, I was obviously pretty young and didn't really understand what really went into the whole medical field and all that. But the day before he passed away, I actually promised him that I'd find the cure for cancer. And I, you know, I, back then I used to think like finding the cure for cancer meant, you know, digging outside and finding a magical ingredient, you know, and then like, <laughs> mixing it together and there's your cure for cancer. But, you know, I quickly found out uh, right after that. So I actually ended up doing a, uh, what's called a science research program in my high school. So I was able to do cancer research pretty early on in high school. I started when I was a sophomore. And so that kind of, that was kind of my way to like keep my promise to my, to my great uncle. That's how I looked at it at least, even though I, you know, I realized I wasn't going to find the cure for cancer, obviously, but yeah, as long true. as I stuck with, you know, the kind of the moral of my promise, then I kind of felt like I was keeping it. So I had that, that stereotypical connection that people use, that usually draws people to medicine. Yeah. Um, Exactly. It feels like those are kind of the things that something something big happens in your life in terms of like a tragedy or some some sort of health crisis with somebody you love or yourself. And I think that's kind of what inspires people to try to look into bettering the, the medical community with their own studies. Yeah, exactly. Especially when you're so young, too. I feel like you, you only have like a, a, an imagination of a few jobs, you know, like, you know, everyone grows up, they want to be you know, a doctor or an astronaut or a firefighter or a police fighter or something like that the very stereotypical like you can only really imagine right they don't really like understand that there's so many other ways you can make a difference and it doesn't just have to be through medicine but i think when you're young you're pretty naive and you think you know medicine is the only way you can really make a difference and so i think a lot of people go in go into it with that kind of outlook and, it, and i know i did too until i started to realize oh there's a lot of other you know there's a lot of other professions i can go into where i can really make a difference but there's been there's been like some, you know, I really liked research in high school. I still liked it in college. I did in college, so I've always had a connection to research. But at the same time, I'm not really a person who can sit at a bench all day and just kind of do lab work. So I, I really wanted that patient care side of it too. Uh, just kind of building the relationships you can as a doctor. Uh, I think that's really special for me. But, but similar to you, though, I did have a, uh, I did not start well <laughs> for for pre med, and yeah. I definitely went through. I'm 
through that that moment where I probably honestly should have dropped pre medical studies because I was in a pretty big hole. So I, I know what you mean with that. <laughs> I think it's also kind of Holy Cross, our specific school we went to. That that I think the pre med program is definitely the most popular um track for most incoming freshmen. Um and those early classes are I think are designed to be very difficult to try to weed oh, out some yeah, of the, the kids totally who agree. aren't committed to it, you know? Exactly. I mean, they, they, they pretty much eat you up and spit you back out pretty much. I mean, you go in, you take your, you know, your your chemistries first, and they throw you in the orgo chemistry, which is, you know, obviously the notorious one that usually gets people to drop, you know, pre-med the most. And they throw you into that as a freshman, your second semester, which is pretty different. So usually most schools will do general chemistry one um, and then general chemistry two, and then you go on to orgos. But at Holy Cross, they do general chemistry one, orgo one, orgo two, general chemistry two. So it's it's a it's a unique kind of path that they do, and I do think they do it on purpose just to kind of weed out um, people who might not be as serious. I don't think it has anything to do with being serious about it. You know, I thought I was pretty serious about it going into it, and I got destroyed my freshman you know, my freshman year. I got I was not ready for it just on a personal level, just kind of making the transition from the obvious, you know, difficulties making the transition in high school. But also just, you know, I, you know, I, I think you can't, did you come from a public school too? No, nah, I went to a private school um, out went, here in LA. But yeah, I know what you mean. Like, yeah. There was a huge jump between the, the difficulty of yeah, like, high school really to college. Exactly. I didn't have to like study for a test that much in high school. You know, I could study a couple of days before and be all right. But if you did that at Holy Cross, I mean, you were screwed. You were not, you were not going to do well on the test. And on top of the, just the personal struggles I was going through, it was like a lot at once. And, you know, it's not, you know, it's not an excuse for my bad grades, but it was definitely something that was an added pressure on top of everything else changing. I think, I think it can actually root out some, some qualified people who just need to stick with it a little bit longer. But, you know, luckily I was, I still stuck with it and it ended up turning out for the better, but I, I could have very easily, uh, been in a big hole after I wasn't a big hole after freshman year, so I was yeah. lucky. <laughs> That's cool. All right, man. Yeah, like we, we we're mentioning, we talked about kind of how high how a high percentage of undergrad students enter college wanting to study pre med, and eventually only a fraction of them end up making it through the rigorous curriculum and continuing on to med school eventually. Um, and so you were successfully able to get through that that whole track and and earn your quality MCAT scores and gain some medical school admittance. And so that, like, like we said that the main aim of my podcast is try to provide some insight and advice for college students and young individuals. Um, do you mind talking a little bit how it took like your major commitment and, and what skill sets it took to earn that degree in biology and eventually your master's in biomedical sciences at Tufts um, and even earn like your acceptance to medical school. What, what do you have any like tips or what kind of, yeah, so yeah, I'll get some details on kind of my background because I think that's when everyone's like looking into medical school, it's always like you get the stereotypical, like here was your GPA, here was your MCAT score, and then you hear if they got in or not. But there's not really much context so like behind those stats. So I'll just like give a little bit a little bit more details for the people who are listening okay. in case they are interested in pre-med. Uh, so I, my freshman year, I did, I did do pretty bad. I mean, I did not have a good GPA at least not acceptable for medical schools. Um, and, you know, I knew after freshman year, I really needed to turn around. Um, and you need to do that pretty quick, uh, unfortunately, in pre-med track, because you get too far behind and 
it's pretty much impossible for you to dig yourself out. And I was, to be honest, pretty on the border of, you know, impossible to dig myself out. So I was, I was really, oh, that's really a tough moment in my life for sure. Uh, in sophomore year, I ended up starting to do a, a bit better, actually. And then I ended up having a, a concussion for the first semester of sophomore year. Uh, and then second semester, I got another concussion, one from a car accident and one from slipping on ice. This is a problem with a pre-med kid. Oh, I was slipping on ice running back from the library because I left my books there. So on Wednesday night, you know you know Wednesday night the Holy Cross, too, and it happened on a Wednesday night. So a lot of people thought on, that a lot of people thought I was, you know, a little intoxicated and fell on ice. Well, that, that didn't happen. <laughs> I actually just fell back, running back from the library. So it's a pretty nerdy story, but I'll take it. <laughs> so after after sophomore year too, I mean, my GPA went up a little bit, so I ended up missing, you know, the last round of exams before finals at Holy Cross. So we call it, I mean, hell week, you know that. And so like. It was, I was, like, getting, like, four hours of sleep every night for the last two or three weeks of school, trying to, like, make up all the work I missed because of my concussions and trying to study for finals at the same time. And so I ended up not doing that well on the last few exams. So my GPA, that was pretty good going into those exams, took a pretty big fall after that. So after freshman and sophomore year, I still wasn't looking too good for medical school, but... So junior year was, I mean, that was a big year for me. I, I really had to step it up, and I, I was able to get my GPA. I mean, the good thing about my kind of academic profile is that I have uh, the upward trend. So I, I think a lot of people, you know, when they first get into medical school, I think medical schools realize this too, is that you can struggle in the beginning. Uh, and as long as you make up for it and show improvement, I think that matters uh, more to medical schools than doing really well your freshman, sophomore year and then bombing out your junior, senior year. So I had that I had that upward trend going, which was good. Uh, but then junior, senior year, I obviously needed to do really well, was able to do well. Uh, but still, I didn't think my GPA was at the point where I felt comfortable applying to medical schools. Um, it, was, it, was, it was definitely much better for my freshman, sophomore years, uh, but still, like, on the bubble. And I, I'm not – I hate to be on the bubble, to be honest, just because I, I, I like a little bit of certainty in my life. So being on that, the, the teeter-totter of, you know, reaching my dream of being a doctor or, you know, failing and not making my dream of being a doctor was pretty pretty dramatic for me. <laughs> so I ended up going, I ended up doing a master's program at uh, Tufts, Tufts School of Medicine. Uh, we're in Boston. Um, and that, that, was, that was actually a really great experience. I mean, we so it was pretty much the program was designed to mimic the first-year medical school. So I was taking the same, pretty much identical classes to the first-year medical students, but I was earning a master's degree while they were obviously starting medical school. Um, so that was really good just because um, if I did well there, then medical schools would have pretty hard proof that I can succeed in medical school. Obviously, if I didn't do too well there, then they'd also have pretty hard proof that I can't succeed in medical school. So it was kind of yeah. a double-edged sword. So this past year was, was a lot of stress, a lot of coffee. Um, but, you know, we both say, we both know Holy Cross is a pretty hard, you know, uh, reputation for academics. Um, and so I thought, I thought Holy Cross was, I mean, it did prepare me well going into this master's program, but even this master's program was a step above, like step or two above Holy Cross, to be honest. Like, at Holy Cross, we, we had to do a lot of work, but 
we'd, we'd still be able to like hang out with our friends a lot, you know. We still had a good time. You know, you lived on Lady Three C with me freshman year, so we had a we had a grand old time. But I, <laughs> but at this was a great time. <laughs> but but this Masters program, I really had to focus in more than I ever had. Like I mean, I was literally um, studying twelve hours a day, nonstop. So I would wake yeah. up, I would eat, and then I would study start studying the whole day and i guess the good part about graduate school and medical school is that they record their classes so you don't have to always be there which is pretty good for you know when you're living in the middle of boston in the middle of the winter when it's when it's snowing out or it's really cold so some some days i would just be able to wake up eat and then just stay in my apartment all day and study which was you know productive but at the same time i was i was i'd be lonely for you know, days at a time, which is a, I think people like kind of ignore that aspect of studying for that, that intensely for that long is you just get lonely. So I was, you know, <laughs> there'd be some times where I would be going crazy, not, you know, not being in contact oh, sure. with anyone for days. I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah. it was a real grind. So I was studying all day, every day for, you know, what was it, about nine months, nine, 10 months of the program. So it was, it was definitely a grind, but luckily it went well. It was a lot. It was a lot of pressure, but it went well. So now I'm back in the, back into the medical school application process. Luckily, got a couple of sentences out of it too. So it was a lot, a lot of work. And I think people gotta understand that going into it. It's not like you can just. It's not like these answers are gonna just pop into your head. You know, it's, they're, they're random Latin words most of the time. So it's not like you can really draw much meaning from them. You know. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason why you find success in that in that field there's no there's no there's no cheat codes or shortcuts you really got to put the time in it seems like there's not yeah exactly it's not you know it doesn't take a genius to do it out there i think a lot of people think you know in order to be a doctor you have to be this really smart genius but i think a lot of it is just kind of time management knowing how to be prepared and preparing yourself adequately and that's when you're a freshman sophomore as an undergrad you're not really ready for that you know so it was, it was definitely a, a transition period, even from, you know, going from high school to college and then going from college to a master's program. There was a transition either way. So it was definitely, it was definitely a lot of work this past year, but it paid off. So I'm happy about, I'm happy about that. Yeah, that's really cool. You, 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 I, I like the fact that you were able to use your master's degree and trying to earn that, that extra study to kind of show you how committed and how successful you could be in medical school. Cause it's kind of that's kind of how a lot of master's programs are ultimately used as um, like I'm looking into getting my master's in maybe sports management hopefully and, and sports industry is extremely hard to, to break field into like just oh, yeah. it's just it's really difficult to just get that entry level opportunity um, yeah. I'm hoping that you know me getting a master's degree in, in that would open up some doors and give me some more opportunities like you in, in medical school and stuff so um, it's definitely something to consider for people who need that extra push to kind of prove themselves um, to get more opportunities that they're looking for. Definitely. I think it's, it just all comes down to being honest with yourself. Like if I could have went straight into medical school from college, you know, I would have did that for sure. Uh, but if I, you know, knowing where I personally was at that time, I knew I wasn't really ready to apply for medical school. So I had to take a different path. You know, I think people just got to be, be flexible, be adaptable, you know, and understand where you are in your life, being honest with yourself and just, just you know, having a path of vision to where you want to reach, but being able to 
being able to manipulate that path at the same time, you know? Yeah. All right, man. Yeah. So let's talk about some of what you're going to be looking at for uh, medical school. So first off, I just wanted to congratulate you because that's really awesome. That must have been a great feeling. Um, what schools have you been accepted to so far? Yeah, so, so far, I appreciate it, first off, man. But, yeah, so far I've been accepted to Albany Medical College, which is, you know, it's, it's the closest medical school to my family and to where I live. So that was honestly was probably, and that's where I did uh, my cancer research in high school. So I had a bit of a connection to that school. So it was really, really cool to kind of have that be my first acceptance because I know it meant a lot to my family. Yeah. And I got, you know, I'm from an Italian family, like you know, and my nana, my you know, my grandma, an Italian, she uh, she loved that I got involved in that, freaked out. Uh, that's where she wants me to go. So it's it's pretty, it's not set in stone yet. I still got about over 20 schools to hear from, which is the other annoying thing about applying to medical school, how many schools you got to apply to, how long it takes to hear from them. But I've gotten to Albany Medical College and then New York Medical College too, which is in up, uh, like upstate New York, the Westchester area. Um, so, yeah, so far so good, man. But it was definitely one of the best feelings of my life. I remember I was just driving. Um, I was just driving and I got the email. And it took a lot for me not to – not to freak out and <laughs> kind of zoom off the road. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I knew, yeah, it was, it was crazy. My mom's always around, but that one time she was working, couldn't, she couldn't answer the phone for this one time at work. So I'm trying to call her and trying to tell her, and she couldn't, she wasn't answering the phone. I was like, what the heck? Like the one, you know, the one time we can celebrate, no one's enjoying this with me. So I really had to soak it in uh, personally for a while. And then finally, like, my mom got home. And, me and her you know, big hug, cried a little bit, all that and sloppy awesome. stuff, but it was a great feeling, yeah. Do you, do you have any schools that you're really anticipating hearing from still? Like, you any, like, maybe yeah, definitely. Definitely. So Tufts is definitely high on my list for sure. Just because I did my master's program there. You know, we have a lot of friends in Boston, so that's, you know, it's always an added plus. Um, and just being uh, just being very familiar with the curriculum, since the curriculum for my master's program would be very similar to that first year of medical school at Tufts. Uh, so that would be a huge added plus. Uh, so I'm definitely still interested in hearing from that, uh, from SUNY schools, state schools in New York, just because, I mean, I'm, I'm very practical about where I want to go to. I don't want to, if I can go to a state school in New York, I don't want to, I'll go there and, you know, pay half, almost half as much as going to a private school, you know. So there's always the practical factors of cost and, you know, location, things like that that really matter to me. Definitely in the Northeast, though, what I'm thinking. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so um, to take the uh, the MCAT to get into medical school, did you have to dedicate a lot of your time to, to that studying and, and kind of uh, dedicating yourself to commit, like getting a good score on that? Was that um, definitely a high priority for you? Yeah, I mean, MCAT's a doozy. I mean, I think it's always the – it's probably like – a big monster at the end of the tunnel for for undergrads to be honest <laughs> it's, it's really it's, it's a seven hour test oh, and wow. it's just four sections of pretty much hard science so three sections of, of science topics so there's biology chemistry which ranges from general chemistry organic chemistry uh biochemistry um and there's also psychology sociology and then there's a just a reading section as well so there's four sections um three have biology interspersed between all of them uh then also chemistry and psychosocial like i said and then the last one is just reading and i 
uh, I really struggled with the reading portion, to be honest, which is, I think, a little bit different from other people, especially at a Holy Cross with a liberal arts school. But I, I, which was kind of hard for me because I think that was the hardest one to kind of prepare for because, you know, if you weren't that great at that, it's not like you could, you could learn the technique and all of that. That I, I did a Princeton review, of course, that Holy Cross offered. So I did a prep course, and they kind of give you some methods on how to attack that section. But at the end of the day, I'm just a pretty slow reader, so it's kind of hard for me, hard for me to get through a time, yeah. a really rushed time session like that. Yeah. Uh, but preparing for all of it was was definitely tough. I, I took it twice. The first time I didn't do as great as I wanted to, uh, so I needed to pull. You know, I, I knew I needed to upgrade my MCAT score yeah. coming out of this master's program again. Uh, so, so I think the the difference for me was between the first time I took the test and the second time I took the test, which is, was just knowing how to prepare for it. Like the first time I took it, I was working at Holy Cross doing research at the same time while I was trying to study for it, while also trying to still have uh, some semblance of a life, you know, trying to be a normal kid a little bit. And that didn't really work, to be honest. I mean, I, I, I didn't have time to study that much, even though I thought, you know, while I was doing it, I thought I was, you know, preparing adequately. But I don't think I really was. Um, and I also just tried to, I pretty much just tried to learn all the info. I didn't do many practice questions, which I think really hurt me because, in, you know, on these tests, they like, they like to throw the same information at you in a much different way on different yeah. questions. So, like, if you're not really uh, prepared to handle the different iterations of the questions they can ask you, you can just throw yourself off completely. And even if you knew the stuff, you're not going to do too well on the test. So on the second time I took the MCAT, it was right after my master's program, which is great for me because um, the bio section on the MCAT, I pretty much already knew because that's what I was studying all year. So I had a pretty big leg up. But at the same time, I only had a month to prepare um, the second time around versus about, you know, four or five months the first time around. So I really had to rush it the second time around, relearn all the chemistry and everything. But instead of sitting through all the prep books and kind of reading them and going over all my notes instead i just pounded out practice questions the whole time because i knew like this is i'm in you know i'm in grind time right now i gotta really make sure i'm ready for this because i only had a month and so i just did practice questions that whole month and my score went up significantly um and it got me into the good range so definitely that that month though it was pretty hectic too i mean my mom will tell you i mean i was still living in boston at the time because uh, I just finished my master's program, and I oh I felt I felt so stressed that I couldn't even like go grocery shopping. <laughs> so I was like I can't I can't waste time. That's what I was thinking. So it was pretty dramatic. So I, you know my mom came up with me a couple times and you know got brought me some groceries and cooked for me. So that was I couldn't have done it without her and my dad. So it's all I think I like to look at medical school as more of a, a team effort more than a, a solo effort. So yeah, that's great. That's cool that your family supports you like that. That's awesome. Yeah, they're definitely bad. I'm couldn't do it out. So, <laughs> so um, looking forward to med school. What are, What are you looking forward to most? Like, what are you most excited about? Are you Do you have an idea of what you want to focus on in your studies, or is it kind of just going to be you're going to dive headfirst in, not really knowing what to uh, expect? Yes, I'm really, I'm really excited to start medical school. And I think this, just having that kind of experience in this master's program, I think I, I feel pretty confident going in just because I kind of know I study already and all this. So I'm pretty excited about it, just to kind of have a clean slate again moving forward. Everyone starts, you know, zero GPA right now and got to work their way up. 
So I'm kind of excited for that that grind again. Uh, at the same time, you know, it is nice right now. As I'm I'm not actively I don't have a nine to five job right now. I was kind of doing a bunch of side projects. So it is nice to relax right now. Um, but at the same time, I'm 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 pretty I'm pretty excited for that grind in medical school. But I I don't know what I want to go into yet. Uh, I I have a lot of ideas. I think a lot of people go in to medical school with a pretty good idea of what they want to do. But then I think it's over like 50% of stu- medical students end up changing their whatever specialty they go into by the time they you know first year to the, the completion of the four year program. Yeah. So I I think I'm going to go in with a pretty open mind. But I definitely surgery definitely interests me. Um, I do like some aspects of primary care too, but. Uh, I, I do the kind of shifting of the medical field is is a little makes me a little bit more uneasy to go into primary care just because uh, there's so many sweeping changes going on on all levels. So it's it's kind of a intimidating field to kind of get into, but there's definitely a lot of aspects of it I like too. Yeah, definitely. So if you, if your studies go as planned, are you are you definitely looking more towards practicing as a, as a medical doctor more? more so than uh, veering more towards the research or something along those lines? Yeah, so I, I think definitely, I think I want to do both, to be honest. I do, like I said earlier in the podcast, I don't want to just do bench research. Um, I do want to talk to people, interact with people, but there's a lot of clinical research opportunities that I would really be interested in because, like, in you know, undergrad and high school, I was pretty much just working uh, with this model organism that was a worm, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, correlational studies you can do uh, a lot of directly related studies of the gene- genetics, all, all the genetic push now uh, that can be applied to humans. But at the same time, you're not talking to these worms, right? You're not, <laughs> you're not having a relationship with these worms uh, that I was in, in undergrad. Um, so I think having that clinical research opportunity and being able to interact with the patients would be a lot more meaningful to me. So I'd love to be a doctor who does both. Uh, I would like to be in more like a teaching hospital as well just to be able to kind of tie the two together. But I, I don't know. I have a lot of interest, and I kind of want to see how that goes. I, I would never really want to tie myself down to anything. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I would love so. to. You can do anything. Exactly. <laughs> Even anything with administration, something like that would be really cool to me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think my heart, my heart's in medicine, but I think my mind works better as a lawyer or something like that. I always, <laughs> I always like to argue with my sister growing up, but she became a lawyer, so I felt... I think I felt the need not to follow in her footsteps, but I think I'm naturally more more of a liar. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I know that feeling. I have two siblings as well, so I don't like to follow them too much in terms of what they. Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tough when you gotta follow them, especially when they're good kids too. So it's easy. Yeah. But, yeah, got them. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's, that's great. I, I mean, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm happy that you're doing well in, in what you're studying and um, medical school is going to yeah. be a great experience for you and you're going to really, you're going to do some good things. It sounds like. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to try it. We'll see how it goes, but <laughs> so, uh, well, God's work, right? We'll see. Yeah. 